Welcome to An Elephant for Breakfast with weekly podcasts that are meant to help folks find new perspectives, bright spots, some happiness, with a little humor here and there, in what often feels like a chaotic world. Hey, I'm Bob Jones. These broadcasts are based on my bi-weekly column at chaplainusa.org. You can find me there on pages called Robert Jones Journal, but sometimes the podcast will meander away from what I've published there into, well, let's just say other areas. Most of us have been sheltering in place for over a month in the midst of this worldwide health crisis. Patience seems to be wearing thin for some. Our smaller lives are trying to overtake promises of the bigger experience. Episode 56 is about maintaining or reclaiming the notion that, as Mr. Spock said, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. When we really accept the premise that we are all in this together, let go of our controlling, worried fears, and be patient, good things are bound to happen. Hope and trust are the foundation of patience. Even so, after sacrificing in isolation for over a month, endurance is wearing thin for many. More than boredom, it's the haunting apparition of powerlessness that plagues us. Worry about the economy, governmental controls, and lack of personal freedom somehow begin to outstrip a microscopic enemy that silently robs people of life. Now, as death bells toll for nursing homes, healthcare centers, and in every corner of the world, we are impatient. There's a sense that we have to do something more than just sit inside. So desperate to get things back to normal, our fear and anger spills over to family members, friends, social media, and to our governmental leaders. Several days ago, a dangerous gathering of crowded protesters blocked traffic into a hospital threatening the lives of sick people in ambulances. Unmasked, they then carried potential infections back home, putting countless others at risk of viral exposure. It appears that some of us may have forgotten that the needs of many outweigh the needs of the few. Henry Nowen once asked three important questions as he pondered the illusions of power over unmanageable situations. The questions are these. Number one, what keeps us from opening to the reality of the world? Number two, could it be that we cannot accept our powerlessness and are only willing to see those wounds that we can heal? And number three, could it be that we do not want to give up our illusion that we are the masters over the world and therefore create our own Disneyland where we can make ourselves believe that all events are safely under our control. If each of us seriously considered these questions and responded from our hearts, the answers might just provide personal insight enough to maintain or regain some measure of calm patience. And there's good reason to let go of our frantic need to command the uncontrollable. Our coronavirus task force on Thursday, March 16th, provided guidelines that 
each state and municipality can use to plot a course away from our isolation in phases. Tailored to what is specifically happening in each locale, we will gradually move back towards something akin to a normal life. It won't happen overnight, and the plan will have some setbacks, but now is the time to keep our wits about us. Several years ago, one of my clients who had struggled mightily over addictive illness sat across from me after a most devastating relapse, and it wasn't his first rodeo. Thomas had participated in several inpatient and outpatient treatment programs. From intervention to intervention, he kept on trying to get well, but was never able to let go of control. He saw himself as the captain of his own ship, despite the obvious observation that his vessel was like the Titanic, steering toward yet another giant iceberg. His fear and anger manifested in everything he did while alienating all those who cared about him. On that day in my office, however, he was finally ready to hand over his illness to somebody else. Tom had become eager to do the inside and outside work necessary to heal. He told me that it was as if he had been playing football on a field with no hash marks for years. Now he could see that it was fourth and goal with some remaining time to kick. He got well and lives his new normal with incredible joy. Tom spends lots of time volunteering in his community and is devoted to his family and friends. The Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. once said, We are tied together in the single garment of destiny, caught in an inescapable network of mutuality. And whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. There's no reason to think that we could have different outcomes from Tom's when it comes to our dealing with the pandemic. When we are ready to accept the premise that we're all in this together, let go of our controlling, worried fears, and be patient, good things are bound to happen. We will have a new and bigger experience of life. I have every reason to hope and trust that all shall be well, that all shall be well, that all manner of things shall be well. Beyond the children, beyond the ones who make 
Yeah.
Well, that wraps it up for this week. Thanks for joining us. Come back and listen again. Till then, fair winds and following seas. I'll find you in the morning sun And when the night is new I'll be looking at the moon But I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing you. I'll be seeing you.